Hey guys, it's Michael here, and today, like always, Daniel with me on the line, and this is the second episode of Traders Talk. Today, we got plenty of important information for you guys. Daniel, share the wisdom. Hey guys, welcome to Traders Talk, episode two. Hope you're enjoying our podcast. So in today's topic, last week, we covered really well how to get started, how to open an account, what you need. Today, we're going to talk about how you can actually trade not strategies or you know fundamentals we're going to talk about the learning curve the psychology and what kind of mindset you need to become a profitable long-term consistent trader yeah exactly daniel so most people are aiming straight to the strategy right where do i buy where do i sell how to maybe manage the trade but at the end of the day, trading, like 80% of trading, it's all about, about uh, psychology, right? Having the right state of mind, um, a winning uh, state of mind, uh, you can say. So um, let's start, I guess. So the first thing I want to cover is the learning curve. Now, everyone thinks they're going to open an account on Robinhood. They're going to buy some nice calls on GME or AMC, and uh, they're going to be rich. TikTok rich, I think the new term is. Sadly, that's not the case, guys. Um, there is a learning curve. Everything in life has a learning curve. I, I think the shortest you can probably do it is probably three to six months. And then after those three to six months, you can scale up in size. Um, but there is a learning curve. Your brain and your personality needs to adjust to trading in this new activity you're doing. We humans are creatures of habits. And on average, it takes, what, 35 to 40 days for a habit to form. So not just learning when to buy, when to sell, risk management, how to read the candles, how to read the EMAs. You need to learn how to, how to actually do it on a subconscious level. And that's just the learning curve. The learning curve is that I can teach you how to box properly, but it's going to take you three months to learn how to box without even thinking about it and under pressure. You know, Muhammad Ali had a statement, or I think it was Muhammad Ali. Everyone's got a, pa- got a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> and uh, trading will punch you in the face every day, every hour, every second. So, uh, Mickey, yeah. anything you want to add to the, to the learning curve? Yeah, uh, you said it perfectly. I mean, at the end, um, like in any things that you do in life, you got to uh, learn, you got to process your brain, got to process the, the activity, whatever you're doing. And then you can do it automatically. It's like uh, driving, for example. If you get into the car at the beginning, you need to watch the um, uh, mirror at the, uh, in the middle, uh, the right and the left. Uh, put your seatbelt on. You know all of those things that today you're probably doing automatically. So, uh, like you said, Daniel, it will take between three months to six months for those of you who are really uh, consistent and really pushing yourself to the edge. Um, so yeah, it will take just a little bit time. So don't fall into the traps that you see, like the marketing traps that you see online saying, uh, uh, getting rich, uh, quick and just buying, like you said, the GME or whatever and making thousands or millions. Cause, um, that, like we mentioned earlier in the previous uh, episode, uh, trading is a profession. So treat it that way. Yeah. Next thing I want I wanted to cover was focus. Um, trading has become like a uh, 
I want to say it's become like a massive multiplayer online game at this point, or you have trading TikTok and trading YouTube and God help us. Mm-hmm. But you have all these people who are, you know, bragging about the Reddit posts on Wall Street Bets or TikTok. And it's really easy to get distracted in what other people are doing. And uh, in fact, Mickey and I were talking about this before. Um, first of all, a lot of it's fake on the internet. I mean, everything on the internet is pretty much fake. Uh, those Ferraris are rented. <laughs> those PLs are faked. And I saw one guy who posted a PL and it was basically an Excel sheet claiming to make $20 million in GME. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Excel people were taking it. It's like, it's not a PL with a broker. It's not an Excel sheet, but he just made a, he made a table. I'm up 20 million. Okay, now I'm up 8 million. You know, I don't want to hear it anymore, guys. Just focus on what you're doing. You know, you know? You, sorry. <laughs> you sent me the, the, the video of the humble trader, the, the lady. Yeah. yeah. And she made a funny video on that. Uh, Making fun on, of everyone. Yeah. So that was cool. I yeah. did trade to my Lamborghini, you know, <laughs> just like... But she said something really else. Don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 10. It's a good, like, guys, Mickey is making a, a lot more money than I am. Uh, and, you know, Mickey's been trading for half of my life on this planet, basically, at this point. So it wouldn't be fair to myself to say, well, I'm not trading a giant account. I'm not managing money like Mickey. So, you know, everyone has their own path, their own journey. Some people might be profitable in three months, some in six months, some in two years. Just it is what it is, but you have to focus. You have to stay on your tax. You have to be consistent and you can't be distracted by every shiny thing in the wind. You know, this person has this alert, this person on YouTube, this person on Instagram. Focus on your own path. And uh, definitely. And if we're talking about focusing, also, if we're taking it to the maybe the technical uh, part, focus also um on the st- the strategies that you work in with and we might touch it later on as well but uh you don't want to trade stocks and commodities and futures and all kind and um, maybe forex or whatever focus your niche and basically create your own niche and then uh, keep doing that repeatedly so yeah uh, one thing i want to add is that people think in society in general, it's human nature. We think that intelligence or success in one field will translate into another field. I have a quote, which is like Albert Einstein was a horrible economist. <laughs> so I was actually reading about quantum mechanics last night and they were talking about Albert Einstein and Niels Bohr and Max Planck and all this stuff. But these people are very gifted in their field, which is quantum mechanics. But when it came to other stuff in life, they didn't know shit. So that's because, look, there's another saying that goes like lawyers and doctors make the worst traders because they believe that their success in their own field will translate into their field. So be careful who you listen to and be careful, be careful of your own self-conscious and your own bias. Like to on this topic of you have to be smart, but you don't have to be Einstein to trade, you know, like uh, you don't have to be an MIT graduate and PhD. And we can make the argument that being a PhD in physics is, will actually make you a horrible trader. You need to be smart enough, but I think the intelligence in trading, besides the you know higher than average in a sense, is that you need to be more of like an athletic mind. Like Mickey was and I were talking before this, and he asked me, "How did you make it MMA?" I mean, you're a nerd, basically. You uh, come from this uh, nerd family. 
you're not genetically gifted, I'm flat-footed, I have all kinds of health problems. How the hell did I hold my own MMA? Well, I told him, well, I went there for a year and I got my ass kicked every day, but I kept trying. I kept learning new things. I read books. I watched videos. I tried new things, went to different coaches, and I persevered. You have to be able in trading to think outside our box. I think in today's modern society, everybody likes to be comfortable. I'll do what I said. I'll go to this university. I'll get this degree. I'll do what everyone else is doing. And, you know, trading, you have to be able to think for yourself and to look what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right, and accept this, not just go with the system. Uh, Mickey, what are your thoughts on, on this thing I brought up in trading? Yeah, two things. Uh, in regarding the, um, the one that you mentioned on uh, Einstein, um, like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, probably the best player of all time. And then uh, he had one time in, in his career when he went to best, uh, baseball. I'm laughing about this And one. it was pretty shitty about it. I mean... Pretty shitty. It was terrible. Okay. It's still Michael Jordan. So I didn't want to disrespect. Michael, no, Michael Jordan in baseball is not the same Michael Jordan. That's true. So keep that in mind. Um, don't come with high hopes if, you, if you're good at, in one thing that you're doing in life. Because it's like anything new to, uh, to life. You're, you're starting, you're learning it, you're becoming better as you're working harder and harder. And you got to do that. You got to work hard to get yourself into this uh, state of mind of a winner trader because um, you need to watch them. I heard a lot of um, like I had students that came, learned and said, okay, yeah, I know the strategy. Let's try to do that. And they won't succeed. And they didn't succeed because at the end, if you don't watch the chart in front of your eyes every day, see the, the candles moving, see the momentum changing, uh, understand the market structure, stuff that's super important for you to succeed, technically, you won't be able to do that. Now, the same mentally, you got to work hard on your mental state. You got to work hard to become in, a winner in your mind. Uh, not to give up, not to quit. Um, you know, all this, those videos of uh, inspiration and stuff like that, motivation uh, speakers. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So um, I know it's a cliche, but it, it's real. You got to have your focus and keep on the hard work mentally and technically. Uh, this yeah. is what I like. Yeah, we have to persevere, I think, you know, uh, perseverance, uh, being able to go forward, which is a really good thing to do. Um, I want to touch over. Yeah. yeah, but it's, t look, I'll cover this more in the psychology part, but overnight success isn't really overnight. Uh, it just seems that way. Mm -hmm. um, I'll also, I wanted to cover on the social media aspect. We, we see these crazy social media. And the truth is, there are mathematically speaking in the pool of people in the wall street bets or whatever. Mm -hmm. A lot of people made a lot of money, a lot of people in actual numbers, not a lot of people relative to the whole community mm -hmm. made a lot of money by buying GME calls at the right time or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. What you don't see is everyone who blew up their account, lost their life savings, lost their college fund and went destroyed their financial future. And, um, but as humans, we see the plus half a million dollars or whatever, and we get angry and we get jealous and our emotions and why not me? And then I'll do this. Cannot fall for these traps. I mean, it's human nature. 
you don't focus on social media and false ideas and Wall Street bets and this whole meme trading community. It's it's not real. Even if it is real, it's it's not really real. It's an an outlier. It's statistical. It's like it's like saying why why wasn't my dad a billionaire and I didn't inherit a billion dollars? Like those are these two Norwegian girls whose dad gave them like billions of dollars at twenty one. It's like, well, it's not your life, so don't focus on these things. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, you want to go? Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Super agree with you, and. Um, Maybe remember that in any business, any kind of field that you're doing, those you hear about the the winners, right? In music, for example, you hear about um, I don't know Drake, right? But Why? you don't. I'll tell you. But you don't hear about like thousands or millions of other uh, rappers that wanna wanna succeed. make it. Yeah, wanna succeed, and at the end. Um, it's good that you know that some other uh, guys made it because you have like um, you can see the path or you know that he made it so you can make it too but don't try to imitate it just try to uh, inspire it from that take the take the knowledge that he have understand learn him or whatever uh, in any kind of field so If you find someone that you can relate to and find someone that uh, succeed in this field, then start following him and so on. Try to learn from him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my father made some money in real estate. And my mother told me that before my, before my father bought his first house, he would go to the sheriff's cell, which is where you, they would sell the houses in auction. Mm-hmm. And he for six months... He, collect, he watched for six months. He watched over and over, collected data. And then he bought his house after six months. Amazing. So and he made a million dollars in a year. The point is, <laughs> the point nice. is everyone, that take things slow and do them right. It's, it slow and steady wins the race. Remember the turtle traders, uh, Mickey? Mm-hmm. You know, the slow and steady wins the race. You don't have to rush, okay? Our society glorifies wealth and money Not even money. Like it's not even having money. It's appearing that you have money is more important than having money. That's I was talking true. to my friend. You know, people. Most people would rather appear rich than actually be rich, which is mind breaking. <laughs> so you don't need just because you don't have a Ferrari or you're not a millionaire. You don't. That doesn't give you a, a value of a person. I was talking to Mickey about this, and I know some very rich people who don't talk to their kids, whose kids are fucked up or are divorced or miserable or alone, but they have twenty million dollars, and it's like. What's the point of having $20 million if you hate your life? It's right. like, uh, or if you're a billionaire who every action you make has some giant effect on your company and your share price. Take things slow, enjoy the ride because one day, believe it or not, you're going to miss it when you first started out. Like, I had students and I told them, look, I wish I was you and I was first starting out because after you start, things get complicated, things get confusing. When you start out fresh, everything is... It's easy because you have no biases, you have no experience, you're just going out fresh and you know, starting out. So enjoy this while it lasts. That's what I want to tell all you guys. Enjoy it while it lasts. True, true, true. Um, before Preach. we move on to our next topic, there's two things we need to cover, which is finding your niche and then why you need a playbook. Most people, they copy other people. They don't figure out what's good for them. They don't figure out how they should trade. What what's their risk tolerance? They don't, and then they don't organize their trading. So they just 
They just trade like for fun, like a video game, you know. And even in video games, if you go to professional players, they have a playbook, they have strategies, they have plays. They do it systematically. You know, those professional Counter-Strike players, you think they're just trading, but they're trading strategies that they have written out, that they've practiced over and over. And because they've organized it so well, they can do it without thinking. So you guys think they're just playing. Like when I play video games, I just I'm just playing whatever happens, happens. You think that they're doing these... 200 IQ plays, they call them. The truth is that these are plays and these are ideas and strategies that they've executed and they've planned well and they know what they're doing, but it appears that way. I mean, we all watch basketball and we see whatever Michael Jordan does his shot. We don't see the hundreds of hours he put into it, how he's perfected where to shoot from, how to shoot from the hand, the muscle, you know, the angle. We don't see these things. We just think he's doing it gifted. We don't see all the work and preparation. You need to find, because even in basketball, the way he shoots and the way I would shoot aren't the same way of shooting. You have to find how it would fit you, and then you would have to find, organize it so I know how to repeat it over and over again. Because all trading is, it needs to be really systematic, repeatable, and to make it over and over consistent. If you can't be consistent, like, what is the whole point of science? The whole point of science is to find consistency and be able to repeat results. If you don't, tra- if you don't trade in a way that you can repeat the results, you'll never make it in the field. That's for trading or MMA. MMA, I have these strategies in kickboxing, which I do every time. This, this setup, this pullback, get the guy into this area of the ring. And I'm doing this over and over again because I found myself trading this way. If you don't re- do it in a repeatable way, you'll never have long-term results. I'm sorry for going on this kind of rant, but this no, no, is what you need to do in life, whether it's buying houses or playing basketball. Organize your strategies and have a set of a few strategies, not 20, not five, three, five of the most, but mostly three. And then build yourself off of this. And Mickey always tells me three strategies, Daniel, not five, not 10, not stocks, not options. We're, we're talking about this. And I was like, Mickey, I want to trade options. You're like, nope, you're going to trade stocks. You're going to have three strategies and you can do it this way. And I think everybody needs that. Uh, Mickey, I think you should talk about this more and how we you know. Uh, repeatable results and how you need three strategies. So uh, I'm giving the mic over to Mickey metaphorically. So Mickey, take it over. Yeah. So I guess uh, what you said uh, was uh, very correct because at the end, most people are, are trying to, I actually made a video like a few years about it. um, The path of the trader. So when he, uh, he start like any one of us, then he tried this strategy and it failed because it didn't uh, um, work accordingly through the trading plan. And then he tried another strategy and it's also uh, failing because he, he can't control his mental aspect in trading. And then he did do another strategy and another one and switching strategies like this is the holy grail. Strategy is just something that you repeat like daniel said you just repeat it over and over again uh, to perfection you know exactly when to enter you know exactly where to put your stop loss where you you take your profit and uh, even before all that how to identify uh, the right asset and why this asset is better than the other one and so on as soon as you have more and more uh, trades like this, similar to the one you, you did yesterday, then you will get more information, more statistics, more data, and uh, you will understand how to improve technically. And, and the same goes to the mental aspect as well. So 
make sure you keep your focus, make sure you have a niche. Um, stocks, day trading, for example, stocks, day trading, um, and even the specific stocks, you can, you know, the guys uh, on Wall Street, like the specialists, they have like three to five stocks that they trade in over and over again. So they know exactly who's their father and mother of the stock. But you don't have to do that. Uh, you can actually repeat the strategies on different uh, shares, different stocks. But just keep in mind that the, um, the trading part should be super automatically and very boring at the end. As long as you do that, then you can become better and better and that will lead to a positive result. If I could end this whole discussion on the playbook on one note, good trading is boring trading. We all see the movies and we think that traders are, it's really goddamn, when you get when you get good at trading, it gets really boring. And that's becoming a problem for me because it's not as exciting as it used to be. But even anything in life, once you understand something, once you're proficient in something, whether it's math or MMA or kick, whatever, it'll become boring, repeatable. You want that to be repeatable in any field. So good trading, like write this down somewhere. Good trading is boring trading, okay? Boring trading. Even if you're losing money or making money, it's within the plan, within the strategy, and it's nothing unexpected. That's the key to winning, to success, long-term. Good trading is boring trading. Now, on to our second half of the podcast. We're going to cover some psychology. Um, trading psychology has become a lot of, a big cash cow in a sense, so there's a lot of bullshit because people are marketing their books and their courses, but there are fundamental fundamental things you need to know. Uh, the majority of trading is psychology. Our brains have not evolved, whether you believe in evolution or not, which is not an argument I'm going into right now, humans have evolved in a certain way. And economics is a very interesting academic study that you know tries to show how humans behave. Now there's behavioral economics and Austrian economics, but that's not an issue. Point is that human beings have evolved in a sense to be low risk, high investment and taking profits quickly. So we all have that problem in human nature. We want to hold on to a, a loser and we want to um, sell a winner quickly. Uh, why are we as humans so obsessed with holding on to our loser? Well, the argument is that there's something called the sunken cost fallacy in behavioral economics, which means that humans, the more we invest into something and the more we lose, lose something, the more we value it. Like in a... Um, a good example is you keep trying over and over to do something. And because you've tried so many times, you don't want to stop doing that because you've already invested so much time. Yeah. So it's happening uh, always in trading when uh, a student of mine saying, listen, I already paid like 10,000 and uh, uh, lost like 5,000 and so many hours in it. And he's trying to, um, you know, uh, get back his money. Yeah, uh, I know people who lost a lot of money, um, a lot of money on a little bit of uh, on shares, like a lot of money, and they just they couldn't accept the loss. And then these losses. So the question is, where does this come from as human beings? And again, the argument is that, Mickey, I know you're a vegan, so don't hate me. But when humans were chasing the mammoth or whatever, try to kill it and eat it, those who ran the longest and the farthest and who kept hunting, you know, kept chasing the longest, survived the longest. And that's how it evolved into our gene pool. Funny enough, humans are one of the only animals that can actually run for a long period of time. Like most animals cannot do marathons. They can do sprints. 
interesting thing about human nature. So humans, you have to understand these things. Our brains are not designed to trade. Our brains are not designed to take these kind of risks. So there is a learning curve and you have to build a habit and have your chain. Your, so something called neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is that our brains are not solid, not physically and not uh, uh, like physically as in our brains and not actually emotionally. So you can change your brain chemistry over time and how your brain is structured. It takes about three months. That's the learning curve. You need to train your brain to take these kind of risks, to take these kind of decisions, to take this accept the fact that you're going to lose. Human beings are not designed to lose, are not designed to take long-term risks, and they're designed to hold on to losers. This change that will take about three to six months is the learning curve of trading. This is the most important part of trading. And nobody talks about this. We like to talk about the woo-woo and the bullshit. Nobody talks about neuroplasticity of human, how humans evolved and how we have to restructure our brains to become real traders. This is the 80% of trading. This is this is what it takes. And Mickey, I think you had this too. When you first started trading, you didn't want to close your losing trades, right? Yeah, I mean, um, I came pretty strong, let's say, because I learned a lot uh, before trading. So I came pretty strong mentally, but still, you know, it hurts to, to close a winning trade, a cl- uh, losing trade. Uh, it's also... Um, you know, after you lost one or two, taking the third trade, right? Although you see the, the pattern, you see that this is the right trade technically, but it's hard to take a third trade after you lost two in a row. Um, yeah. And you know, it's also going to, you can talk about the opposite as well, because let's say you win in like five trades, right? But how do you react to, how do you take the, the sixth trade? Because you're always in your mind saying, listen, I'm 100% uh, winning 100% right now, five out of five. I know that the sixth one or the seven or the eight will be my losing one, right? Mathematically speaking. Yeah, so mentally, it's kind of hard to uh, to take the the sixth trade, basically, because you know it, it could be a losing one. So there's a lot of psychology playing here. And um, uh, you know what, Daniel, let me ask you this. You said that um, like you need to work on your brain, right? To evolve yeah. your brain. Like, Give me something that the guys at home right now can actually do or... or Modafinil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Modafinil, okay. if you guys don't know, is a brain drug. Anyway, what you can do is, practically speaking... You need, okay, um, there's something called muscle memory, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And it's actually been scientifically proven that muscles can, can have a memory of electric pulses so they can easily throw the ball. Your brain is also a muscle. What we don't know is, what people, most people don't know is that the human brain consumes about 30% of the calories you consume. And there is also this idea that there's the blank slate that everyone's born you know the same and that the brain is the same no matter what that's not true what we can start doing is that you need to get into the habit so i'm going to break this down super simply you need to create the habit of trading trading is a habit that means that every day first build a schedule build a routine this Mm -hmm. is very important then build a routine at this time let's say you first started trading so um, at this time I'm going to trade. Okay. Before, but let's say, okay. So I start trading in the morning before I'm going to trade. I'm going to look at the charts. I'm going to review market footage. 
even if I'm not trading, by reviewing the footage of my trades and thinking to myself and analyzing, here I should have entered, here I should have whatever, your brain will subconsciously start reading patterns and start recognizing patterns. Our brains are pattern machines. That's what you have to do. You have to give it data to absorb over and over again. So even when you're not trading, look at the charts. And every trader will tell you this. Biggest thing for the learning curve, looking at the chart and thinking, here I should have entered, here I should have not entered, over and over again. That doesn't mean stay in this loop of hell of never trading, but you can only trade for, what, two hours, an hour a day. Then you're, that's, for the beginners, that's what I, rec that's what I recommend. Then start looking at, Afterwards, at my trades, where I went wrong, look at the replay. You all should be recording your trading with a replay, with a screen recording. Here I should have entered. Here I could have held more. Here I could have taken a partial. Here I should have entered before the breakout. Here I entered, the price was extended. And review this over and over again. You also, you want to have a trading plan reviewed, a playbook, like a physical playbook. Make it on a Word document. Print it out and then constantly read it every day before you trade. Read it several times. The more you read it, it's like you have to memorize it in a sense. Summer, to summarize, print the playbook. Print it out physically with the trades, how where I should enter, how I should exit, etc. Reread this every day before you trade. Then before you trade, look at review of yesterday's trading and think to yourself where I should have entered, where I should not have entered. Then when you trade, look at the chart and analyze the chart. After you trade, review your, review your play, review your trades with the replay, and do the same thing. Here I should have traded. Also, after the market, after you trade, look at trades I could have taken. Think to yourself, why didn't I take this trade? What was the entry? What do I need to trade? And then review, even if there's, let's say you're trading flags, and you only take two or three flags a day, and that's your goal. Look at the flags you didn't take. Think to yourself, I didn't take this flag because of why. I should have taken this flag. And then just look at it over and over again. And as your brain looks at it on a subconscious level, you'll again to begin to understand. And then eventually you will understand it happening because it would ha it will happen so quickly. As I was saying earlier, um, humans are a very funny species. Uh, like them or hate them, which is another discussion. But we have evolved in a certain way. So I'm going to pivot the conversation to your core beliefs now, everyone has beliefs about everything, and these beliefs are going to drive your decision-making and your behavior. So for my example, is I don't believe so much. I grew up in an environment where you had to get a good job, and you put money in the S&P, and you make your 15% a year, and you compound that. And my trading career, which is ironic, and, and, my, and my upbringing are you know, fighting with each other. So you have to look into yourself and figure out what are your beliefs, what do you need to change, it could be that you believe that you're crap and that every time you have a losing trade, you close it because you're angry at yourself. Um, ironically, these are all first world problems, which is really funny. Um, this all stems from the fact that our, our brains are not designed to live in the current world with these kind of problems. So um, you really have to, you want to say something, Mickey? Yeah, I'll add to, the, to what you're saying because... We all uh, born and um, educated with uh, you know the belief of our parents, right? Our parents teach us something, uh, taught us how to behave, how to think. Uh, society taught us uh, as well, taught us that as well. And uh, most people are not independent. Most people. If we're talking about jobs, most people are employed, right? They have a boss saying, telling them what to do, 
how to do it. They just come in. How to think even. How to think, yeah. Now it's how you think, how you talk is what going on, which is insane. Definitely. And I talk. So that being said, when you are a trader, you actually need to be self-employed. You need to be your own boss. You are the guy that will tell your ass to sit down and watch the charts. All of the things that Daniel mentioned before of watching the charts and analyzing them, recording them, repeat them. You are teaching your brain how to work. And this is your job as a person. So you're like fighting with yourself or teaching yourself, basically changing yourself. Because in a sense, like I mentioned, you're born with something. But as a trader, you evolve to some, uh, like a person, a different person in, in a sense, you know? So um, you got to be the one who telling yourself what to do and how to do it. Obviously, if you're in Mickey Stocks services, um, then you get our full support. But and me yelling end, at you. <laughs> but at the end, you are the one who needs to take the information that you got from us and now do it. And most people just don't do that because most people are, um, you know, paying for the gym. Yeah, they're yeah. comfortable. Comfortable the way they are because they paying for the the gym, go three times, and that's it. Uh, I want to stop smoking, uh, but for some reason they're not. Uh, even they, uh, even if they know that it's not good for their health and stuff like or that. Candy. So anything so at um, the end change is we're not a, a changeable uh human like persons well, or we, we can change it comes down to environment can, age and incentives but yeah. our brains don't want us to be rich they don't even want us to be happy they want us to be comfortable and they want a repeatable environment so yeah survival but comfortable survival you know environment so when you start trading, your brain is going to want, it doesn't want you to trade. It doesn't want you to lose money. It doesn't want this hit to your ego. It doesn't want you to feel all these negative emotions. Your brain would rather you stop trading and go to your repeatable job where you know your income and repeat the future and do the same thing every day and just live off until you die, which is <laughs> funny in a sense. Um, so if you want to change, look, let's be frank. 80% of people who buy the courses, buy the courses and try it, don't really do anything with it, forget about it. Same thing with the gym, same thing with MMA, same thing with even anything in life. Uh, if you want to be that 1%, and I think we all think we're going to be that 1%, and the truth is we're not going to be that 1% unless we go above and beyond, which is the reality of the situation. Like in jujitsu, uh, 90% of white belts quit. So, you know, so... um coming from a 10-year white belt who refuses to change belts. Um, my point is that you need to, um, you really have to, you have to make the decision and you have to keep yourself accountable because nobody cares enough to really come and change your life. Nobody cares enough to, one of my favorite kickboxers has a saying, nobody cares about your life that much to get rich and then to buy you that Ferrari. If you want that Ferrari, you're going to have to do it. And I know the Ferrari is a bad example, but if you sure. want to get fit, if you want to anything, it's on you. You're on your own. It's the reality. I mean, you can have a community that support you, but you got to do the hard work. Nope. You got to do Nobody's the job. Nobody's going to 
Yeah. Huh. Nobody's going to trade for you. Nobody's going to do your trading homework. You have to, even if they could, you need to do it so your brain can understand it. Nobody can lift the weight for you. It's not going to affect your muscle. Your brain is the muscle in, in this mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. I um, think they got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I think we covered a lot here. True. But if I think we should wrap it up and we'll cover this more in the next podcast. But guys, remember, you got to change your subconscious mind. And I recommend you all read into it. There are some great YouTube videos. You don't even have to buy books. There are great free resources online about psychology, human brain plasticity. We'll put the links uh, below on, yeah. in the comments. Yeah, it's just... You're also, if you're listening to this, if you are listening to this podcast, you are smart enough and you can make it if you want to. That's all I'm going to, I'm going to leave you guys with. Cool, Daniel. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, we got plenty else to talk about uh, later on on uh, our third podcast episode. And so we'll leave you with that. Start building your own trading plan. If you want, you can contact us definitely and we will help as well. Uh, you can leave comments below if you like that. Subscribe, share. If you have any questions, definitely uh, we are ready to answer you all. Uh, so we hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you on the next episode. Ciao. Bella, ciao. Ciao. <laughs>